It's Football Friday here on Locked On Nittany Lions. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Let's get you ready for Penn State versus Villanova. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get ready for another weekend of college football around the Big Ten by checking out the latest edition of Locked On Big Ten. New episodes every Monday through Friday, hosted by Nate Dickinson and a rotating panel of co-hosts from across the Locked On Podcast Network, including yours truly. I happen to be there every Tuesday talking all things Big Ten, getting you set for the weekend to come. So check out the Locked On Big Ten podcast on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts, or right over on YouTube. You can give them a watch as well. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into today's edition of Locked On Nittany Lions. I am your host, Kevin McGuire, and of course, today is Football Friday. It's our final episode of the week, getting you set for another weekend with Penn State hitting the gridiron. This weekend, they're taking on the Villanova Wildcats, a matchup between FBS and FCS members. And of course, this is a long time coming for these two in-state schools. It hasn't been since 1951 that Penn State has faced Villanova. Penn State also happens to be looking to scratch a losing streak to the Wildcats. I don't know how much stock you want to put into that, but hey, if you're a Villanova fan who happens to be checking out the podcast, kudos to you. Good luck to you. You're probably going to need it. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And of course, with that game expected to be a little bit of a mismatch, I wanted to take some time to just quickly look around the rest of the Big Ten and point out a couple games to just keep an eye on around the AP Top 25 coming up in Weekend 4 of the college football season. Yeah, we're at the end of September, folks. That means that we're going to go into October, and that's when college football is really going to hit the grind. Conference play is going to be starting up soon. The playoff chases will officially begin heating up. Penn State looks like they're going to go into uh, the month of October with a clean 4-0 record. So we've got lots of stuff to talk about in today's podcast, in future podcasts, and if you want to go back and listen to any episodes that we've talked about, uh, some topics of interest from previously before, you want to make sure you are following the podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a great way to take the podcast with you, whether you're in the car, on the bus, on the train, uh, working out at the gym, need something to keep you occupied while you're cooking dinner, whatever the case may be. Get the latest editions of Locked on Nittany Lions right on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave those ratings and reviews because that ultimately is the best way to show your support for Locked on Nittany Lions. As I mentioned, we are also on YouTube, wrapping up our second week on YouTube. It's been a lot of fun bringing this podcast to you in video format. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and don't forget to leave a comment down below. We'll try to find the best comment of the episode and bring that into the conversation in a future podcast. Of course, we're going into the weekend, so you want to make sure you're staying connected with us on Twitter and on Facebook by using the username of Locked On Nittany. So, with Penn State taking on Villanova this weekend, I gotta admit, I haven't really dug a whole lot into this particular matchup, and I would not expect to see a whole lot out of Penn State. This should be a mismatch. It is a mismatch, I should say, but this is not a game that I think Penn State wins 81-3 to or anything like that. First of all, 
Villanova is a pretty decent team. For an FCS caliber program, they are among the best. Either a top 11, top 10 team, whatever ranking you look at when you look at these FCS rankings. But Villanova is a very solid FCS program. And when you take a look around the country at what some of the other FCS schools have been doing against FBS competition, there have been some good success stories. So Villanova is a team that I think is equipped to not get totally decimated by Penn State. But I think with Penn State coming off a big win against Auburn, they already have a win against Wisconsin under the belt. You know that this is going to be a very strong team and should be a lopsided favorite. Uh, and they will be. There's no question about that. Penn State is going to win this game. I'm kind of tipping my hand a little bit by sharing some of my final thoughts that we're going to share later on the episode. But I don't think this one is a game that anybody's expecting to see anything shocking or surprising. In fact, I think this is a good week for Penn State to kind of clean up a couple things and work on some of those areas of concern that we've been addressing on the podcast all week long. Uh, we brought this up on Tuesday, on Twitter Tuesday, when we were, or I was asked what some of my concerns for Penn State were moving forward. This followed up the conversation we had on Monday's episode of the podcast when I was saying that I didn't really have anything to complain about and I felt like there was still some room for improvement with the running offense. And uh, some people have brought up the fact that maybe they're a little bit concerned about what Penn State does against the run as well. So this is a perfect opportunity for Penn State. Coming off a big win against Auburn, getting ready to head into a good stretch of Big Ten conference games that are coming up, including Indiana, Iowa, and back-to-back weeks before they get a chance to get to that bye week. And we've already seen what's going on around the rest of the Big Ten East. It's going to be a grind, folks. So now is as good of a time as any for Penn State to kind of clean up a couple things and maybe fine-tune a couple things. So that could mean that this may not be the cleanest game that Penn State plays. It may not be the best game that Penn State plays, but it's a good opportunity against an opponent they should comfortably defeat without having to try too hard. Not to take Villanova lightly and not to disparage Villanova, but that is what we're talking about. This is a Penn State program that is going to use Villanova just to kind of polish things up a little bit before they jump into the thick of Big Ten play. So if you're a Villanova fan, best of luck to you. Hopefully you get a chance to have a wonderful experience this weekend. I haven't actually checked the weather to see what's going to happen in Happy Valley. Uh, I know I'm recording this episode on a day when we got torrential downpours (laughs) throughout the day, and maybe you were experiencing some of the same things. But this is a game that Penn State should win comfortably, will win comfortably, but at the same time, it may not look as crystal clear as you may want it to be. So it's a good opportunity. Clean things up a little bit. Get ready to go back into Big Ten play with as much momentum as you are carrying off from that win against Auburn. Getting ready for another weekend of football means you're probably going to eat a few things you're probably going to regret later on. But that's okay because on Monday you get back into the routine with the best tasting protein bar on the market. That, of course, is Built Bar. Built Bars are protein bars that taste just like chocolate bars, and if you do your own comparison, they are far better for you than any of the nationally leading protein bars out there on the market. Just take a look at the calorie count, take a look at the grams of protein that you're going to be getting in Built Bars. They're way better leaving the competition in the dust like they're playing an FCS opponent. So get yourself in tune with everything that Built Bar has to offer. Go to Built.com and check out all the variety of flavors they have available to you right now. And then make sure you're following them on Twitter at Built underscore Bar and pay attention for those special announcements when they've released some limited edition flavors, some seasonal flavors. The next couple of months are going to be very big. 
busy for Built Bar, so you wanna make sure you take advantage of those opportunities as soon as they are announced, because believe me, they're gonna fly off the shelves and you're gonna regret it. One more time, go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and save yourself 15% off your next order from Built Bar. A quick thanks once again for making Locked On Nittany Lions your first listen of the day. We've been having a tremendous amount of growth on the podcast the last couple of weeks. Two weeks ago, we had our best week ever on the pod. We also launched the YouTube channel. And then last week, we upped it one more time. We had another best week ever for the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast, both in audio format and, of course, here on YouTube, if you're watching us on YouTube. So we're hoping that this week goes pretty well. I'm a little curious to see what the enthusiasm level from the fan base is going to be like, given that Penn State is taking on an FCS opponent as far as the Villanova Wildcats are concerned. Uh, So I'd be very curious to hear what you guys have to say about this weekend's game. I'll share my thoughts on Penn State and Villanova coming up in the next segment, but I do want to take a quick look around the rest of the Big Ten, just take a look at some of the quick storylines that I'll be paying attention to this weekend, and then also some of the top AP Top 25 games. If you've listened to the podcast in previous seasons, you know that every Friday I would dedicate an entire segment to running through everything going on in the Big Ten and the Top 25 and our Football Friday Rundown. We're not quite doing that this year for a variety of reasons, but I do want to take a couple moments every now and then to make sure we're at least touching base with what's going on around the Big Ten. And this is going to be a pretty interesting weekend for the Big Ten. Obviously not a whole lot of intrigue with Penn State Villanova, aside from the hardcores like you guys out there. But Ohio State, let's throw Ohio State into the microscope one more time because Ohio State has struggled a little bit this season. It's only been a couple of games, and I still feel like Ohio State's going to figure some things out. In fact, I'm still thinking that Ohio State is probably the team to beat in this Big Ten East for now. I'm saying that Penn State's got a chance. I think that Michigan's got a chance. Michigan State's pretty interesting too, but I still think if I had to pick one team to come out of this division, I would feel comfortable going with Ohio State. But this weekend, uh, I don't expect that Ohio State's going to have any in week one, I think they played. Uh, so I do expect that Ohio State's going to have a much easier go of things this weekend. We'll note, of course, Quarterback C.J. Stroud is not going to be playing, or actually he'll be the emergency quarterback, but he's not likely to play in this game. And it's as good of his opportunity to give him some rest after getting banged up last week. Uh, And I feel like he's still going to be the quarterback for the Buckeyes this season, so I don't think there's any quarterback controversy. So Ohio State's going to go with a couple of their other options. Uh, Kyle McCord, of course, is probably going to be one of the guys that, if he doesn't start this game, he's going to get some playing time. So Ohio State has some flexibility in a very easy matchup this weekend against the Akron Zips. Uh, So it'll be Jack Miller or Kyle McCord for Ohio State. I expect Ohio State to roll in this game. Uh, They shouldn't have a problem with Akron. As many problems as they've been having this season, they're not going to have a problem with Akron. I like Ohio State big. Big game, of course, around the Big Ten is going to be taking place in Chicago. And no, it's not going to be Northwestern, Chicago's Big Ten team. It's going to be the Wisconsin Badgers taking on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. This is a big game to be paying attention to if you're a Penn State fan because of a variety of reasons. First of all, if you want to think big picture, anytime Wisconsin wins a game, it's going to improve value to your victory head-to-head against the Badgers. So really, as long as Wisconsin keeps winning games, that win against Wisconsin in Week 1 just looks better and better as the season goes on. And of course... Handy Notre Dame a loss is never a bad thing, right? I mean, if you want to talk about bold pictures down the line, college football playoff implications, not very good chance that a one-loss Notre Dame team is going to be involved in a college football playoff. Uh, 
certainly not a two-loss Notre Dame team. So anytime Notre Dame can be knocked out of the picture entirely is a-okay with me. I'm not saying that Penn State's going to be a given to be in the college football playoff this year, but let's just eliminate Notre Dame as a possibility. We'll worry about the consequences down the line should we get to that point. But yeah, first of all, anytime Notre Dame loses, it's a good thing. So on Wisconsin this weekend in Chicago, I actually like Notre Dame to win this game, though. <laughs> so I've got a little bit of a you know, pick on that game. I'll share with you guys in a little bit. But Wisconsin is the favorite, six and a half point favorite. The line has not moved all that much as far as I had seen. Um, Wisconsin has always been a, a pretty comfortable favorite. Notre Dame, another one of those teams that just looks a little shaky this season. Uh, going up against a good Wisconsin defense will be very interesting to see. Of course, Jack Cohn, former Badgers quarterback, now the starting quarterback for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I have a feeling that storyline will be brought up a couple times by Gus Johnson this weekend. Just guessing. Uh, but that should be a pretty fun game. I'm looking forward to it. Interesting to note, and I kind of alluded to this already, but Wisconsin and Notre Dame is taking place in Chicago. Northwestern likes to call itself Chicago's Big Ten team. And Northwestern is also playing at home in Evanston at the same time that Wisconsin and Notre Dame are playing at noon. It's like the ultimate slap in the face for Northwestern as far as I'm concerned. I know that Northwestern has no say over who plays a game in Chicago, uh, but the fact that Northwestern is playing a home game in Evanston at the same time that Wisconsin and Notre Dame are playing in Chicago uh, puts a little bit of a dent on that whole idea that Northwestern is Chicago's Big Ten team. We all know there's probably way more Notre Dame fans in Chicago than there are Northwestern, but also, I want to point out that Wisconsin and Notre Dame should be playing on home fields, not on a neutral field. I get that it's Chicago, Soldier Field, blah, blah, blah. Play that game on campus, you cowards. I don't understand why you would do that. I know Wisconsin has done this before, too. I think they played a home and home with LSU in Green Bay and in Houston, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe it was Dallas. I don't remember exactly, but they did like a quasi home and home. So, hey, whatever works for you, Wisconsin. I say play those games on campus because we saw what the atmosphere was like in week one against Penn State. Why not embrace that opportunity? Maybe it's more of a Notre Dame thing. I don't know. But either way, Wisconsin, a favorite against Notre Dame. Let me know which way you like that game to go. Uh, real quick, Wisconsin's biggest challenger in the Big Ten West is certainly still the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa maybe sleepwalking a little bit last week. They're going to get a home game this weekend against a really bad Colorado State team. I think Iowa, obviously, we're starting to take a look at the Iowa Hawkeyes. Not that we're looking past Indiana and Villanova, but Iowa is coming up for Penn State. So anytime we get a chance to see what Iowa's made of, uh, certainly take advantage of that. I expect that Iowa's going to have no problem with Colorado State. Uh, pretty interesting Big Ten game, or at least you want to think that it might be interesting. Rutgers off to a pretty good start for themselves, uh, taking on the Michigan Wolverines in Ann Arbor, I believe. And I think that Michigan just pounds Rutgers. Uh, as much as I would like to see if Rutgers can be competitive in this game, I just don't see how it's going to happen. Against the way that Michigan has been running the football, I think they run all over Rutgers. I know Greg Schiano will probably have them fired up a little bit, and maybe Rutgers hangs with them for a little bit of time. But over the course of the game, Michigan's just going to continue to rack up all those rushing yards. And I don't see any way that Michigan loses this game. And I don't think it's even going to be really close. So I think Michigan takes care of business easily against Rutgers at home. Uh, Michigan State hosting Nebraska. I actually did the preview for this game over on athlonsports.com. If you want to check it out, I will say I am picking Michigan State. I'm very impressed by what we've seen out of Michigan State. Very physical, running the ball well. They've got one of the top receivers in the Big Ten right now. So there's a lot of good things happening with Michigan State. I'm very curious to see if it'll carry on through Big Ten play. Still a tough division for anybody to get through. Uh, so 
we're going to get a little bit of a sense for what Michigan State is going to continue to do. Following up a big win on the road last week against Miami, taking on a Nebraska team that gave Oklahoma a little bit of a scare. And if not for Adrian Martinez's first interception of the season, which, by the way, I'm not even going to rip him for because it may just be the highlight of the year by that Oklahoma D-back. So I think uh, Nebraska going on into East Lansing, not a great spot to be in the way that Michigan State's been playing. I think Michigan State goes 4-0 for the first time since... I forget what it was when I looked it up, but it's been a while. It's been a little while since Michigan State was uh, 4-0. I think they get there this weekend. And one last game to just keep an eye on around the Big Ten. Indiana uh, on the road against Western Kentucky. I don't think Indiana loses this game, but Indiana is a little bit of a tricky team to figure out. I I don't know a whole ton about Western Kentucky this year. Uh, I don't think this is one of their better teams, but Indiana on the road against this Western Kentucky team, maybe a little bit interesting. We'll see. Uh, you know, Indiana's got a rebound. From their loss against Cincinnati, they already got bulldozed by Iowa in week one. So this is an Indiana team that's going to be coming into Penn State next weekend. Let's see what the Hoosiers are made of this week. See what Michael Penix Jr. can do to get back on track. Real quick, top 25 games to keep an eye on. Number nine, Clemson at NC State. This is upset potential, the way that Clemson's been playing, the way that NC State plays at home. Uh, I don't think NC State pulls it off, but I do think that NC State gives Clemson another good serious scare. Uh, Baylor at home against number 14, Iowa State. Again, I don't think Baylor wins this game. It would not shock me one bit, though. I do think that Iowa State's a better team. Uh, Let's just keep an eye on what Auburn does this weekend. I kind of alluded to this earlier in the week, but I fully expect that Auburn has a big rebound win at home against a Georgia State team that just won't be able to keep up with them. Uh, This is not going to go down to the wire. This is going to be more of what we've seen from Auburn in their first two games of the season because they should easily blow away uh, Georgia State this weekend. So I like Auburn. I like Auburn big uh, to rebound after the loss to Penn State. Interesting game in the SEC. You got Florida and Tennessee. Uh, Florida coming off a hard-fought loss to Alabama last weekend. I think that they bounced back in a big way against their rivals from Tennessee. I don't think that Tennessee hangs with them for very long. And, of course, you got Oklahoma and West Virginia. Number four, Oklahoma versus West Virginia. What Oklahoma shows up? Offense has been a little bit of a work in progress. West Virginia doesn't really play on the road very well. So this could get ugly, but it could be close. It's really hard to figure out exactly where to fall on this one. I might go West Virginia versus the spread there. But, hey, let me know what you guys think. And last but not least, how about number three, Oregon versus dreadful Arizona? It would be such a Pac-12 thing to be a Pac-12 thing if Arizona somehow hung with Oregon. I'm not even saying beat Oregon. I'm saying hang with Oregon. Uh, Arizona has looked dreadful this season. Oregon obviously has the big win against Ohio State. Outside of that, you know, they had a close close scare against Fresno State in their opener. Um, But, you know, Oregon, we'll see what they're made of. We'll see if they are able to go through the gauntlet here, having Ohio State in the rearview mirror. Not a whole lot of great challenges for them in Pac-12 play this year. They're still certainly the team to beat in the Pac-12. Can they go undefeated? That is the thing. I think they go undefeated this week. I don't think there's any way they lose to Arizona, but it would be such a Pac-12 thing for Arizona to at least make this game far more interesting than anybody is predicting it to be. 
So we're heading into the weekend of college football, and there is no betting line on the Penn State Villanova game, according to betonline.ag, at least as of the time I'm recording this episode. But there are plenty of lines and props to keep you entertained all weekend long. And I already ran through the games that are going on around the Big Ten and AP Top 25 this weekend. One of them just happens to be my underdog pick of the weekend, and that is Notre Dame plus six and a half against Wisconsin. I actually like Notre Dame to win this game outright. So I'm taking Notre Dame plus six and a half. I'm taking them straight up. We'll see if we can double dip there and win some big money. I will say my play of the week, though, happens to be the Army Black Knights minus eight and a half against Miami, Ohio. Army is just going to run all over Miami. They're going to run up the score and they're going to win this game easily by eight and a half points. I got them by multiple touchdowns. I'm not saying eight touchdowns, but I do think that Army is the play of the week here. So Army minus eight and a half, Notre Dame plus six and a half. Those are two of my picks for this coming weekend. And of course, you can get all the picks that you want to make on betonline.ag. Get started with some sports picks this weekend with betonline.ag. Go to the website betonline.ag. Sign up for free with your email address. It doesn't cost you a dime to get started. And then when you make your first deposit, use the promo code NFL100 and BetOnline will throw in a 100% welcome bonus on top of your initial deposit. Folks, that is free money. I just gave you two free picks. Go home and go to town on those picks this weekend. Let's see how we do this weekend on betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. It is the final segment of our show today and the final regularly scheduled segment for this week as we wrap up another week with the podcast, not only on your favorite podcast app, but of course our second full week on YouTube. That's right, we have launched a YouTube channel. Some of you may be watching this podcast in video format right now, watching me smile and wave to the camera, asking you to leave this video a thumbs up and making sure you leave a comment down below. Because when you leave a comment on a video of the podcast, we we have a chance to bring you into the conversation, not only by reacting to some of your comments in the comments section, but also highlighting one of the comments of the day. And that brings us to our YouTube comment of the day. This one comes from James, who says in a recent video, hard to say how the run offense is as Wisconsin and Auburn, Auburn will have the biggest defensive lines on our schedule. Also, Auburn's run offense is insane. So stopping the run is easy to criticize when you play a tough Auburn team. So this goes back to the conversation we had this week on the podcast, both on audio format and video format, where we're addressing some of our biggest concerns for Penn State moving forward. One of the things that I said was I wanted to see more out of the Penn State offense. And then it was brought to my attention that some people had concerns about the way that Penn State is defending the run. And we've taken a look at what happened against Wisconsin, what has happened against Auburn. And yes, James, you're absolutely correct. Auburn and Wisconsin have two really good running histories, and that continues to be the track record. Tank Bigsby of Auburn, an absolute stud. I don't know why Auburn didn't run with him more, especially down close to the goal line. I think the outcome of the game at least would have been a little bit different as far as the final score is concerned if they went with an Auburn run to Tank Bigsby rather than maybe a, a fade pass that you were kind of relying on a pass interference play. So th th this is a very good point. I think it's a little premature to get too overreactive to Penn State's supposed weakness against the run when you're going up against Auburn and when you're going up against Wisconsin. But I will say this, and I feel like I've said this a couple times this week as well, Penn State is still going to face some really good running offenses later on this season. 
Iowa's coming up. Iowa always runs the ball well, especially at home. And that's going to be the case once again this season. In a few weeks, when Penn State goes out to Kinnick Stadium, that's going to be another good test against a really good running offense. Take a, little, take a look at what Ohio State has done. They've got a young running back who's just blossoming before our eyes, uh, just coming off of one of the school records for most re rushing yards by a freshman or whatever it was. Uh, Ohio State has a running back, and Ohio State typically always has running backs. So if the passing game is a little bit of a question mark for the Buckeyes, expect them to fully invest in attacking the ground the game, and they can do that. So that's another challenge that's going to be coming up. And then Michigan and Michigan State, these are two programs that have been running the ball very well the first few weeks of the season. And I guess it's a question of whether or not Michigan has actually faced a good competition. I will say Washington stinks, but Washington generally has a pretty good defense. And I think that that might be the case again this season. So running the ball as well as they did against Washington is a little bit of an eye opener. It's a very good first impression from the Michigan offense. Michigan's running the ball really well. So that's something that you got to keep on your radar. And Michigan State also off to a really good start this season, getting some really good production on the ground as well. So again, Auburn may have the best running game that Penn State faces this year, but they're going to face a lot of really good running games throughout the rest of the season. They're not going to face a great running game this weekend against Villanova. I just have a real quick thought on this game and a quick prediction because, again, FBS versus FCS. Technically, this is a top 10 showdown because Villanova is a top 10 team based on one of the FCS rankings that are used at the next level of football. Uh, so let's not just totally dismiss Villanova here. Villanova is a team that is a good program. They're going to be well coached and they're going to be up for this game. You know they are. This is our first chance and probably only chance to come into Beaver Stadium. I know a couple players will probably still be here the next time that Villanova makes the trip in a few years, but uh, this is a really unique experience for Villanova they haven't been in a stadium this large so this is a this is a giant experience for them they're not gonna get overwhelmed I think with the uh, the environment it's not gonna be a whiteout crowd it's still gonna be a raucous stadium it's a noon kickoff as opposed to a primetime kickoff so if you're Villanova this is the situation you want to walk into Penn State coming off a huge primetime victory against Auburn uh, a noon kickoff the following week it is the perfect recipe for Villanova to at least make things a little bit more of a challenging experience than I think a lot of Penn State fans are hoping for for a quarter okay Penn State's going to win this game Penn State's gonna win this game fairly easily as I kind of alluded to earlier in this episode, I expect that this is a game where Penn State works on ironing a few things out before they jump back into Big Ten play because Big Ten play is going to be the gauntlet. This is just the final opportunity to fix up a couple things and maybe address some issues with the run defense. Uh, but there's no way that Villanova wins this game. There's no way that Villanova keeps this thing close in the second half. Would not be shocked if Villanova is hanging around for a quarter, a quarter and a half. Maybe Penn State gets a couple big plays at the end of the second quarter to kind of go into halftime with a much more comfortable lead. Or maybe Penn State just comes out blazing the way they did a couple weeks ago against Ball State and just takes care of business from the onset against a Villanova team that is probably going to have a really good year. They're just not going to have a really good afternoon. That's all for me today on this edition of Locked On Nittany Lions. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day or maybe your first watch of the day on YouTube. If you are watching this on YouTube, thank you so much for stopping by. Make sure you leave a comment and give this video a thumbs up before you head on out of here to go check out the Locked On Big Ten podcast, which I'm sure is going to get you all set for all things around the Big Ten. You can also check out Locked On Bets. You've got your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. They're giving you their best picks for the day, the best picks for the weekend, their blow 
blowout specials and they will have a wrong team favorite pick that you want to make sure you are cashing in on this weekend around the football world. Make sure you check out the Locked On Bets podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And while you're at it, make sure you're following Locked On Nittany Lions on the Odyssey podcast app if you want to get this in audio form. We're also available on every other podcasting platform out there as well, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So subscribe, follow, rate, and review. It's the best way to show your support for the podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Locked On Nittany. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Locked On Nittany. Don't forget to check out our Instagram at instagram.com slash Locked On Nittany. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Kevin on CFB. Check out all of our Penn State coverage over on NittanyAllianceWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. And, of course, I'm a contributor to AthlonSports.com. Wishing you all a fantastic weekend. Hopefully you stay dry. Hopefully you experience some good weather. Uh, fall is here, folks. Make sure you wrap up the month of September in as good a way as possible, and it's probably going to include a Penn State victory, which we will talk about once again on Monday's edition of the podcast. We may also have a post-game podcast or post-game stream for you at some point this weekend as well. So stay tuned on social media and be on the lookout because we could just drop an episode without you even knowing. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Have a great weekend. Have a great night. I will talk to you guys all again very soon.